Hello, Muppet fans, and welcome to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch The Muppets Take Manhattan two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe. And I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And this week, we have one of our all-time favorite guests with us. He's been with us several times. We always like talking about Muppets with him. Who is that guest? Hi, Danny Horn. Yes, Danny Horn, founder of ToughPigs.com. Um, Anthony has previously uh, described you, Danny, by saying you're kind of our dad. So I am kind of your dad. There you go. Yeah. And today we are here to talk about minutes 65 and 66 of The Muppets Take Manhattan, in which uh, Piggy and Jenny celebrate their Broadway deal and Kermit gets hit by a cab. So this- can, I, can, I, can I just say, like, thank God you guys are here. Because there are things about minutes sixty five and sixty six of the Muppets Take Manhattan that need to be addressed. Like oh, I was, I was, I was actually worried about it already. I was going to go out and find some people to talk to about it, and then you guys asked me to be on the podcast. I was like, oh, thank goodness! Like these are the exact people that I need to talk to about this. You've just been carrying like, around these these burning uh, issues, and now you I have was, a venue for them. I was, I was about to put my shoes on. <laughs> so. Oh. Perfect timing for me. I'm I, so glad. I love. I love the idea that you've never had a venue to discuss Muppets. I haven't. <laughs> I was going to make one. You were going to tell the mailman, or I, I wasn't sure. I was going to take action. It was time yeah. to take action. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Lots to talk about here. So uh, the clip opens with. Uh, so it opens with people screaming in a restaurant, which is not the first time. <laughs> That a clip has opened that way on this podcast because a few episodes ago we had one that opened with uh, customers at Sardi's screaming because mm. there were rats. And now we have Jenny and Piggy screaming, this time because they're happy. It's because Kermit just told them that he made this deal to bring Manhattan Melodies to Broadway. Uh, there's a brief shot of the customers in the diner looking up and we can see that Pete, Yolanda, and Rizzo are also reacting. Mm. Um Jenny and Piggy are just jumping up and down, and they regain their, impos- their composure. Kermit tells Jenny to tell Piggy she's going to be a star, and then he says, Jenny, I'd like you to do the costumes. And she reacts like she's so shocked by this. Like, it never occurred to her that after she's been <laughs> making these costumes for him previously, that he would want her to work on the costumes for the show. Like, haven't they talked about this? She's just like, oh, Kermit, I w- w- uh, thank you. I don't know. Well, I... I like to imagine that she That's, was hope that she was hoping he would ask, but like didn't want to count on it. You know, I guess so. I, I feel like that is not issue number one about Jenny in the costumes. No, uh, what is the big question here with these minutes specifically is what are they doing with Miss Piggy in this movie? I don't know if you guys have been talking about this a lot lately, but like this, this is right here. This is Miss Piggy the way I don't like to see her. Like this is my issue with the Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, is that like the waitress outfit is not acceptable. <laughs> like it, in the previous films, they always made sure she was wearing something cool in every single scene. And here she's got the gloves, she's got the pearls and it, that is not enough. Hmm. So well, it's, and it, it's not glamorous. It enough. Stri- yeah. It's like now, like they wouldn't do that to her now. Like they would do, they would, she would do something to it. Where or it would have like sequins like, on the, on the waitress, waitress couture like, or something. Yeah. She yeah. would show up wearing a sparkly waitress uniform or something. Yeah. Well, also, I think it's very strange that it was earlier when she first got the job at Pete's, she and Jenny are both in their waitress uniforms. So it's like, yeah. 
okay, she works at Pete's now. She has the same uniform. But now Jenny's like wearing her Mary Taylor Moore football jersey again. <laughs> and I, I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that. And Piggy, maybe not in this shot, but she's later in the scene when. Yeah. Um, and so Piggy is, is wearing like, the uniform. Like huh. we we the way that we you know we talked about this before that like the great thing about Miss Piggy is is that she bends reality in the direction that she would prefer. Yeah. That's like the thing that Piggy does both like within the, the story and in the world at large. And like what we're seeing here is the story bending her. And mm. I think it, dim- it diminishes her in a way that I do not like. Um, yeah. Where like, even in the, in the great Muppet caper where she has to take a job as a receptionist, she's still like, she still uses it to continue yeah. her higher yes. aspirations like she's pretending to be lady holiday she has yeah, a she glamorous fantasy sequence yeah 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 that's interesting yeah and here and here she's just and like everything about her in these couple minutes is just like her being just like kind of like beneath like she's sort of begging kermit for stuff in a in a minute and then she's just kind of like being sad and being lectured at um this is not this is not miss piggy as oh, i like yes so like and as far as I'm concerned, like Piggy in that outfit is already the like that's already a crisis. Like Kermit being hit by a car is like <laughs> number two at best for me. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a much and more so, urgent. Uh, and so then Jenny, so then Jenny in the costumes, like he says, "Oh, Jenny, I want you to do the costumes." And I'm looking at the costumes they have on right now. I'm like, "No, anyone else? Are you kidding me? She Wait. gave Piggy this." Oh, you think Wait, you, you think, think she Jenny made this uniform the... for for the restaurant? I'm, I'm thinking Jenny thinks she's a costume designer and she's currently wearing a costume hmm. and it's terrible, yeah. but she made Kermit's costumes for his adventures earlier, his Sardi's fedora thing and his yeah, those, those Afro, are... you know, and all that. All right. But she needs to, she needs to, she needs to take that and bring that home. <laughs> she needs to step it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe because it's like, you've got Miss Piggy next to you. Yeah. Look what you're doing. I'm not I, even yeah. getting in. I'm not I, even getting into the hair. <laughs> yeah i think but, the, i think the, i think the hair has kind of been i'm over, over it you know? yeah i'm sure i'm sure you guys have discussed that but yeah um because i would buy that she had to make piggy's uniform if only because like where do you find a, a uniform yeah in piggy's size if they're ordering like restaurant supplies it's probably not well, gonna be the common size yeah, the rat one yeah. yeah but i mean we well like i don't know i think piggy and jenny probably wear the same size in the same way that Piggy and Gregory oh, Hines were the same size roller shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Like, I think, I mean, you want to talk about Piggy in other words, in reality tour, Will. In this yeah, movie, yeah. she wears the same size roller skates as Gregory Hines. Right? Yeah. In other words, it's a movie. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So, um, Piggy grabs the phone. She says to Kermit, now that we'll be on Broadway, remember what you promised about getting married? So, this is her priority. Like, well, she, and, yeah. And w- and what I love is that I feel like earlier Kermit has seemed like he's in love with Piggy and wants to marry her. Yes. And now he's just like, back off, pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His, re- thing, to do. Know, his like, response yeah. is not now, Piggy. We got to write the gang and get them back. So, yeah, she has <laughs> their their priorities are flipped. Hers is yeah. we get married. And OK, yeah, we do a Broadway show. And his is all right. We're right. doing a Broadway show. And then, yeah, maybe we'll get married. Right. Uh, he says that he'll be back at Pete's in 10 minutes. He says, we did it. And then uh, Jenny hanging up the phone says, we did it. Even though she hasn't really she actually do done thing. anything. Well, well, yeah. But like, you can tell Jenny's been living vicariously through Kermit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. She's, that's why she was, that's why she was all in on his terrible plans earlier, right? Yes. Like, she's like, 
after you start a after you unleash rats at Sardi's restaurant, he'll become a big star. Right? Yeah, she's been living this yeah. with him for a while. So, I yeah. guess, but, uh... but but also, can we talk about how, like, as far as we can tell from this, like, there's been a running thing through this movie where Piggy hates Jenny and thinks Jenny is trying to steal her frog, and yeah. Jenny's a monster and all this stuff. This scene is the only reconciliation between. Was oh, it right? Like the next time yeah. we see them together is when Piggy tells Fozzie and all them. That's Jenny, a friend of Kermit's and, and mine. Yeah. So this so is it, the moment. So this is the moment. And this like, doesn't seem like they are, are would become friends because of this. This would be like Jenny celebrating what should be Piggy's victory. Right. Like <laughs> Piggy should hate her even more for this. Right. Like <laughs> now, the last what? time, the last time we saw both of them in the same room, like, yeah, Piggy was turned away from Jenny. Right. She didn't want to have anything to do with her. Right. Now, exactly. Just yeah, just this the the sheer emotion of this moment, I guess, is just like she's forgotten all about it. Well, now I I hate I hate to be defending Jenny, um, but uh, <laughs> the next part of this scene, like Jenny is there for Piggy when she's sad. That's true. Yeah, right. You're that right. that I think is the that's the believable that's prob- moment. That's probably there. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They bonded um, over the tragedy. Yeah. No, we've yeah. we've choked. I mean, we've kind of gone back and forth about, like, is Jenny actually a character in this movie? Or <laughs> is she actually, like, the unsung hero of the movie and actually surprisingly strong uh, female character? But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I have no problems with Jenny. I like Jenny yeah, well enough. Yeah, me too. Um, so Kermit is so happy. He starts singing together again while he crosses the street. And he completely misses the sign that changes yeah. from walk to don't walk. Now, Kermit uh, is on Sesame Street, and there have been several... I was just going to say that. Yeah, this animated bits and yeah. Muppet bits. There's, I got a new way to walk. Uh, you know, several knows, things on Sesame Street. About, sign you got to watch well, and, the sign. Yeah. Well, yeah. And new new way to walk is right around this time, isn't it? Isn't it like mid-80s? Uh, he should really know. Probably, probably just after this, yeah. So, so maybe Kermit's horrible tragedy inspired his old friends at Sesame Street <laughs> to be a new way to watch. Yeah, the Oinker sisters heard what happened and they yeah. were like, oh, we got to write a song about this. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought frogs could hop. That's like, the what thing. The, what oh. The, come on. Yeah. Because in the Muppet movie, he avoids a steamroller with his this natural a, talent. Yeah. yeah. This, this, I feel like it's a continuity hole. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, everything in this movie is a continuity hole, kind of. You know, I mean, it just kind of is. You know, like it's yeah. like we've talked about. It's just not quite the same world. Like yeah. the Muppets don't, the Muppets aren't superhuman in this. Like as you right, just said, yeah, pigs, yeah. you know, like same thing. Yeah, they're not as special. Yeah, yeah. I do really like seeing him. Like just on the payphone outside is such a cute thing. Yeah, like, I love that shot. And then like when he gets hit, and there's the shot of like him on the ground and he's moving and. I'm sure they didn't like drill a hole in the pavement so that Jim Henson could go in a water tank under that. Well, um, I, I don't know because we do see his head move. So is he? Do we think he's radio controlled? I think that's a remote control Kermit. I, I don't have any. Yeah, source I, I guess on it that, probably that's is. My guess. That was, I, I, that was that was my assumption because I don't think that's a set. I think it's actually New York. It's yeah, street, yeah, he's kind of moving yeah. in that stiff way that we've yeah. seen before which which makes sense because he just got hit by a car too yeah, like, yeah. In, yeah no, in totally. well, you would move yeah, yeah. so yeah. although um, although i do like that they bothered to have him move and it's not just like a lifeless oh, yeah. puppet oh, laid on the oh yeah you know? no that would Even be more disturbing but yeah. yeah yeah so what does happen is there's this speeding cab which we see zooming right at the camera which is kind of terrifying <laughs> and really just makes the whole thing scarier and more real yeah and then there's this this just 
sickening thud sound when it hits him, but we don't actually see the cab hit him, which I think is really important because that would just be too traumatic yeah. for the children in the well, audience. Either either too traumatic or, or unintentionally comedic, right? Oh, maybe. Well, right, because like, that like was the other Muppets thing. getting hit by stuff doesn't, doesn't yes. read as, as traumatic. Right, that's think. the other thing I was going to say, is like this being the grounded, gritty, realistic <laughs> Muppet movie, we have seen a lot of slapstick with Muppets like yeah. getting thrown across the Muppet theater or hit with sledgehammers or Gonzo, yeah, yeah, well, like yes, yeah, well, right, I, mean, I mean, in the Great Muppet Caper, Gonzo talks about inflicting yeah. harm on himself constantly. <laughs> That's what he wants. He, yeah, I mean, he, he throws himself in front of a moving taxi, and it doesn't work. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, the thing, the scene that this could have been is like he's walking across the street, taxi stop. And then you cut to Jim Henson on the ground, unconscious with permit <laughs> on his arm. <laughs> that would have been that's the dark version of Muppet Sick Manhattan. That would be a different movie. Yeah. But yeah, it is this sort of we have to believe that it's really like a really bad traumatic thing that this puppet yeah. has gotten hit by a car. So I think <laughs> I think they do it pretty successfully. Right. Although yeah. although we see we see various people react to the to the the, the hits yes there's like a, and a sequence of reaction shots right and i feel like they're supposed to be horrified but they all just look like mildly they're curious confused. yeah oh. it's like it seems like they put in the wrong reaction shots like huh. well I, people people in movie new york do not know how to respond to something like this they are like, usually I suppose so, yeah. usually usually when something happens in movie new york it's like super villains or robot snakes or something and they're like throwing cars around like yeah. this is very this is very small potatoes from movie new york pedestrians that's true isn't there true. something like that in the first spider-man movie like green goblin is attacking and like like a, oh yeah it's like every movie debris is falling and then there, there's like one extra who's smiling or something <laughs> like that i feel like i've read something about that i haven't ever actually yeah, seen it, but it, i'm I, sure that's right yeah i was actually just watching superman 2 uh for reasons of my own and uh and there's a big thing where like the the three big mean supervillains are like throwing cars around and like blowing buses over and and there's still new yorkers like just having their day and like, like, constantly, out, yeah. like constantly surprised by like leaving a restaurant and being like, oh my God, this like thing that's been going on for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And that's, and that scene goes on forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And those are real, those are movie New Yorkers. Those are people who see like buses flip right. over and they, they step back like one step. Right. Right. And they, they don't go away. So this is nothing to them. Yeah, yeah, I guess they, yeah, they're they're jaded New Yorkers. So yeah, um, but yeah, then a crowd of people, a small crowd, does gather around Kermit, and he's just lying there. Um, so and, yeah, anything and, else about this before he, we go back to Pete's? Just he has no identification or anything with him, right? Well, right. he's completely naked. Yeah, I know. It's just this. Which he, he needs a better security plan. He does. Well, like I think I mentioned this last time, but it's really good for Kermit that he called Pete's to tell them about the deal mm-hmm. rather than just wait the 10 minutes until he got there to surprise them. Cause then they would have no idea. Cause then they would have no idea. And Ronnie Crawford, yeah. because Ronnie Crawford might've known to go there. Cause he sent Kermit a he, letter there. Right. Or he finds them. Yeah. Right. But still, but it's yes, like, I agree. I like, well, and, and like you mentioned also, Danny, the shot of Kermit holding a phone at a payphone rules. Like, it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think that has to be our our photo on the on the website for this. I, sure. Well, yeah, and I feel like we should use that more. Like when we post news items on on the Tough Pigs website, like that would be a good yeah. one. Like here, let me like tell you something. Like it's a reporter Kermit. Sending, yeah, sending yeah, in a, like a dispatch. Like yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'll have to get a good screen grab of that. He's, call, he's calling the Oinger sisters to tell them that he's just about to get hit by a car. Yeah, to tell them that he's sorry. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't pay attention. Right. He's, he's going to do. He's going to do better next time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um. So yeah, then we go back to Pete's, which uh, we can tell that it's been much more than ten minutes. It's now dark outside, and the restaurant is closed. Piggy it's a nice. Looking... It's a nice shot. Like that shot. Also, I really like of like oh, the oh, diner Piggy and it's dark and like Diggy's looking out, really worried. Yeah, that just feels like a perfect shot. Right. Um, yeah, she's looking out the window. Uh, there's sort of a little bit of a kind of sad, anxious arrangement of the <laughs> main riff from Together again on the score, which is a nice touch. Yeah. And then uh, Pete asks Piggy if he's sure Kermit wasn't at the bus terminal. I guess I'm not sure why yeah, they would think they went. Maybe they went back to look at his old apartment. Uh, like, when, yeah. Oh, right. I guess that's why Kermit, he was living in the bus terminal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why. Huh? So um, he says, no, uh, just like one thing that I noticed here, like on just Piggy's walk back from the window. Uh, there's a lot of Foley work on Piggy's shoes. I don't know if you mm. noticed that. Like usually I wouldn't pay attention to it, but there's like 15 seconds where the only interesting thing in the, in the entire scene <laughs> is the sound of Piggy's shoes as she yeah. goes like step, 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 like to the table. It's really, it's really cute. Now, now you need to go back and listen for it. Cause it's actually pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. I definitely will. I, I, I do was love say that good the, Foley footstep. I know. <laughs> the, uh, the whole second minute of this feels like it's just Piggy being sad, like looking at this. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. walking around, you know? So, so that makes sense that that's all you had to pay attention to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, Pete says, no, it's better wait. Come sit down. And then he says, step, 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 step. listen, I tell you what is. People's is people's. Is frog gone? Yes. Is people's worrying? Is people's looking? Is no come. But is people's working? Is water boiling? Is come. Yeah. People's is people's. So I think what he's saying here is like, stop worrying and just keep doing well, your job. Water. Is that? I don't know. I don't know what the boiling water has to do with anything. Well, they work in a diner. That's not helpful. So it's like, just keep working, keep doing your job. Let's keep the water boiling to serve the customers. That's my best guess. That feels to me like Pete's trying to be cute, and that's just not productive right now. Yeah, and he's leaning back on his, like, he, he's just playing his greatest yeah. hit again. He's just doing yeah, people's, exactly. people's shtick again. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, was, that was cute, but no. Well, and I feel like, I mean, we talked, you were talking earlier in this episode about the difference between Piggy here and Piggy in the Muppet movie. Yeah. And Muppet movie Piggy, this would be... I don't understand any of this, right? Like, right, yeah, mm, yeah. Like, she, she, and here she, she just like gets so sad because Kermit is dead. <laughs> yes. Right, right. No, like, yeah, there's nothing else she can say or do. Right. She she does a lot of um she does a lot of nose acting. Oh. In relationship to to Pete, there's like it's it's really cute. Like there's moments where you know he's saying something and she kind of like her nose just goes down very slightly. Right. And it's just like really. And then goes back up. Like she does that like a bunch of different times. There's a lot going on with Piggy's nose in that, which I think is, um, I, I don't <laughs> think it's, I don't think it's a good, you know, like I said, I don't think it's a good thing for her to to be in this position right now. But if right. she is, at least she's got like some good acting moves from Frankos. Right. I'm always impressed yeah. by that too, because Piggy seems like that puppet has like a less flexible head than a lot of the Muppets. So anytime... Yeah. You can get some good expressions out of like squishing her face in some way. Yeah. It's impressive. 
Yeah, so Piggy lets out this just this forlorn whine that makes it clear that Pete's words are not helpful to her at all. Yeah. Uh, but, but Jenny is trying to make Piggy feel better, as we mentioned. Uh, she says she's sure that Kermit got so excited about the show, he lost track of time. Piggy's not buying it. She starts to say no. Yeah, that, that feels like that feels like she just got the worst advice of all time, and that is immediately followed by the second worst advice of all time. <laughs> that is not helpful either, Jenny. You're well, not you, she's, you're she's, not reading the room. No, but she's trying. It's like, yeah, what is Kermit doing all this time if he just lost need, track of time after saying ten minutes? I need I need more. I need more for Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough to be in that situation though. She but. needs to start. She needs to start calling hospitals. Like, how many injured yeah. frogs can there be in New York today? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they never did that, as far as we know, right? They got to contact the police station. About that later. That specific uh, strategy. I I don't think so. They go like look in the sewer and they talk to the mayor. <laughs> right. <laughs> they ride. They ride their bike around. Yeah. There, right, are, right. there are a lot of things the Muppets are not very good at. <laughs> <laughs> see in this movie um, finding, finding missing people yeah so that's the end of the clip i have a couple more things um just the kind of ridiculous minutiae that we like to talk about yes. um we can see in a previous episode we talked about the things that we see like the decor on the wall of the diner and i saw two more things here that i hadn't seen before um, one of them is what looks like a photo of a kid's sports team. So I'm guessing this is one of those things where like Pete's Luncheonette sponsors a local little league team or something, pays for their uniforms. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of a nice detail. And then there's a pennant on the wall near the cash register that says World's Fair. I have mentioned uh, on this podcast once or twice that the World's Fair, especially the New York World's Fairs, are a thing that I'm interested in. So <laughs> that was a cool thing to notice. I I actually... Did some searching on eBay, and I actually found this, what I think is this exact pennant, like the, the, the same design. What year is it? Not yet. It's from the 1964 World's Fair. It has a picture of the nice. Unisphere on it, which you can kind of see in this shot. And uh, yeah, it's $34.99 on eBay. So I, I might have to get that and make my apartment a little bit more like Pete's Luncheonette. So. That'd be great. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, but now now you've said it on the podcast, and so now the price is going up. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you got to act fast. Dude. You got to go can't... buy it right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I I assume maybe Pete himself went to the World's Fair in 1964. Or he got off eBay. <laughs> right. So uh, also in the March 7th, 1983 draft of the screenplay, there is one little moment here that's not in the movie where uh, Piggy goes back to look out the window, and Pete asks Jenny, Jenny, you sad? You miss Frog? Jenny says, yeah, Pop, I kind of do. Pete says, you think maybe love Frog? And Jenny says, maybe. (gasps) And then Pete says, or maybe Frog love is maybe puppy love. So, And then that's when Ronnie walks in and and interrupts everything. So That is... To me, that is like we talked a while ago on this podcast about the alternate piggy fantasy sequence where we see her and Kermit go to a honeymoon suite and then see her give birth or whatever. (laughs) I thought it was going to be the alternate fantasy sequence where she karate chops Jenny. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Takes takes matters into her own hands. This is, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. No, but there was apparently a a fantasy sequence planned at some point where. Oh, really? Of them in the honeymoon? Before they they landed on the the Muppet Babies thing, yeah. Yeah, instead of the Muppet Babies. Where they go on the honeymoon and then like we see her in a delivery room. 
like ha- having a baby. Nice. Uh, and I said at that time that that was weird. This is so much weirder to me. The, <laughs> idea, the idea that Pete would be like, hey, Jenny, are you in love with a frog? <laughs> frog. And she says, you know? maybe. She says, maybe. Yeah. That's so weird. I mean, I mean, good on good on Pete, at least. Like, when you see something, say something. Yeah, um, but, yeah, no, that's super weird. And and Piggy, like, is Piggy in earshot when he does I that? Mean, like, isn't that the whole... They're at the table, and in this, like, it says that Piggy goes back to look out the window. So I guess the idea is that she that can't is, hear them. But... That is nonsensical. She has very big ears. <laughs> right, and you can't make a not... purse out of them. Yeah, that's not, that's not sensitive for the moment. See, this Maybe is... She... So many problems with Pete. Maybe she removed her ears, like on the Today Show. That <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, boy, that was a weird thing. Uh, is that where she's wearing a black wig? Also, yeah, she's wearing a black wig, and they forgot to put her and ears. ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. Although I think I think Craig Sheman said that like the, Frank Oz was just like, eh, just leave him off. Like it, it looks <laughs> it looks fine this way. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, th- we've talked on on the podcast before about uh, how Kermit and Jenny kind of have some real chemistry, but there's no indication in the movie that we have that, that Jenny really has like romantic uh, interest in Kermit. So I'm glad they cut those lines. Yeah, I do. Like I get where they're coming from with like the frog love is maybe puppy love is that's, that's cute. Yeah. Maybe it was just for that joke. Maybe it's not that clever. It was, it, it wasn't worth it. Miss Piggy's upset. She's right over there. Yeah. It's not the time. Any final thoughts on this clip, Danny, starting with you? Um, I am wishing for a better movie for Piggy next time. Oh, so, well, next time is Muppet Christmas Carol, eight years uh, from like, now, in which she's on screen for like 10 minutes. So I don't know if she's if you're going to get that is, wish. Yeah. All right. Maybe I just need some different minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know like i understand that she has some good minutes in in the movie these just weren't these just weren't the ones yeah these were yeah. Right. yeah well she does she does get that wedding at the end so she does yeah yeah and the uh, roller skates yeah yeah, yeah. that's great skates, i love yeah. that no, that's, that's very strong yeah um anthony okay yeah um i was just gonna say that so i know the diner is closed at the end when we just see pete jenny and piggy the new the new pete's family if you will Jenny and Piggy hanging out. So the rats are gone. The rats are not there. Do we think that the rats live somewhere else besides the diner? Because I just kind of assumed they slept in the kitchen. You know? Maybe they live like under the diner? Or in a hole in the wall in the diner? Yeah, I guess so. And they just don't they don't they don't care about Kermit. No, no, heavens no. They're not part of this. (laughs) Right, right. Rizzo Um, Rizzo has not bonded yet. There actually right. was something in the the March seventh draft where the rats are there, and I think it was it was I think it was Rizzo who says to one of the other rats after Pete does his little speech, yeah. Rizzo says something like like Heaven help me, I'm starting to understand him or something like that. Which, Aww, I mean, yeah, that would have been that, that's yeah, cute. that would have been cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess they just decided they did. well. Steve Whitmire is probably off making Fraggle Rock, right? Like, I guess. I mean, I. <laughs> Is that what he does? When he, you just leave you leave him unattended for a minute. He just goes on. <laughs> yes, at this at this very moment, at this yeah. very moment, he had started an impromptu filming of The Wizard of Fraggle Rock. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah I, 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 I like the idea of, of Jim Henson telling Frank Oz, like, okay, these guys here, like, uh, you know, Dave and Richard and Steve, you got to watch out for them, or they'll wander off and start making Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <Make a> Fraggle Rock. <laughs> 
Yeah. And just, Karen Prill. And Karen and Kathy, yeah. 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 They can't help it. They love it. Right, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? They just, yeah. just love it. So, like, which would you rather be, be in Mubstick Manhattan or Fraggle Rock? Because I feel like either one is it's mm. fine with me. Like, I'll you know, it's a hard yeah, it's kind of a toss-up, yeah. So. That was a hard choice. <laughs> All right. But, well. I don't know. I guess, I guess they get paid to be in Mubstick Manhattan, and they just make Fraggle Rock for fun, so. <laughs> the performers didn't get paid anything. Yeah, they, they just got paid in invaluable like, life lessons. Got paid in invaluable <laughs> life lessons. Exactly. Do like, the, yeah. are sticks, and Ooh. someone comes in and cleans their their pool every once in a while. That's right. <laughs> I hope once so. A week. Cleans their pond. Yeah. They get radishes. There you go. I, I hope all, like every member of the cast and crew of Fraggle Rock got a radish like for the rap party. I hope, I hope so. they did that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, so if that's all we have, then we can wrap things up for this week. Everyone, please make sure you check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and everywhere else. Our logo is by Morgan Davey. Our theme music is by Stacey Rosen. Um, and we, we like hearing from everyone. If you have thoughts on these minutes or future minutes, uh, feel free to drop by the social media places or email us at movingrightalong at toughpigs.com. You can find me on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. And Danny, where can people find you and your work on the internet? Uh, I have just finished the big project that I've been working on for a long time, darkshadowseveryday.com. It is about the 1960s vampire soap opera. And I wrote a post for every episode from the time that the vampire came out of the coffin until the very last one, which was just a few weeks ago. Uh... And that was like a thousand posts and it's finished. And so people can go and read the whole thing if they want. Uh, and now I am currently hard at work at uh, another project, uh, kind of similar, which I am going to start uh, publishing probably in the fall. Oh, very cool. Awesome. So, yeah. I'll tell you about it then. And, and what an incredible achievement to, to write about every episode of Dark Shadows. And it, it was, if, if I can plug something from your blog, because I, I I tried to follow it at the start, and it was just like, <laughs> you know, it's too much. You know, I've never seen thank you. Thank you for trying. Yeah, well, I love your writing. Of course, I'm sure yeah, you know that. Of course. But the the one about the '90s pilot, uh, the failed '90s pilot, yes. is yes. is very. I would. Funny. I think we should link to that in the show notes because oh, that okay. is great. And yes, I have no. You. I don't know the show, and I loved that article. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Great. Yes. I yeah. will put as that like in the as notes. like a standalone taste, I think that's a good one to okay. recommend. Yeah, that's excellent. Idea. Cool. Yeah. So everyone, uh, take a look at that. And listeners, if you don't mind, please give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever. I don't know if we mentioned recently. We we noticed there are a couple more reviews, so we love that. So keep them coming. And uh, please tell everyone you know about the show and join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye, and don't forget to look both ways. (laughs) Bye. Look out. Bye. Walk, walk, walk. Well, that's like Miles and I, because so I was watching this clip today, this evening. And Miles comes in, and I was like, "You, you, you want to watch Mobus Take Manhattan with me again, buddy?" And he was just like, "Yeah." And then we start watching it, and he goes, "I'm not the one with the guy's dad," meaning Bernard Crawford from last week. Yeah. Which, oh yeah. She also watched with me. And I'm like, "You want to watch the one with the guy's dad?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so then we watched that again, and he goes, 
I'm on it again. And I was like, this is the last time. And he goes, um, three more times. 